There we go. Oh, we are? Yeah, we're, we are. I was, on, I was like, hold up. I was texting. I was texting. Let's roll, man. How we doing? Uh, no complaints here. No complaints. Yeah. In fact, Ramon, yes. I mean, there isn't a – you can't get sports fans to agree on anything. Yeah. This would be like having both houses, of the, the House of Representatives and the Senate, sitting in the same room saying, you know what? You've all got really good ideas. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but it this is. draft is unbelievable. DK, listen, I want to ramble with the pre-show, but it's better off if we ramble with the post-show introduction of all things. Y'all know how it goes. Remoji means my emoji is a thumbs up. Browns is a thumbs down. And the hey moan and the DK is whatever you want it to mean. DK, hit the button, man. Let's go. I'm not even sure where to go with this because like one of the things that you're taught, you know, as a, as, yeah. a, as a journalist is, you know, stay cool. It's, stay it's, calm. It's, it's not that big a deal. It's, it's, <laughs> this is a big deal. This is a big deal, Moan. This is, this is a draft yeah. that has an almost universal, not almost universal acclaim to it because yeah. of the way things have fallen because of the moves that Omar Khan has made. And, the way the needs have been addressed stop me here please now, this this the only feeling you can have is uh you being on a team that you know is really good but you retire you get cut and they win the super bowl the next year that's how this draft is is that not it well <sighs> I, I i don't even know anymore because i, I <laughs> after the first okay we were all okay, and we're on the record here because we did a special show. Yeah, yeah. On this, we we're on the record with Broderick Jones. Mm-hmm. Okay, and then Joey Porter Jr., who we agreed would have been a fine pick at seventeen. Uh, yeah, just thirty-two. Okay, and then you're saying, all right, well, this is cool here, but what about the defensive line, Moan? What about <laughs> the D line? Ke- 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 Keanu, Keanu Benton. Who you liked a lot, and you've yeah. been talking about him for weeks. I'm at the Senior Bowl. Yep, 100%. And he put on a show at the Senior Bowl he, for he you, did. didn't he? He did, and, and not just that, okay? Of course, I don't even want to say it made us eat our worst, but, like, I didn't think certain stuff would be possible. I just didn't, okay? I, I didn't think certain stuff would be possible. Okay, all right, so we got an offensive lineman, beautiful. You got the legacy kid, Joey Porter Jr., beautiful, okay? And then you flip around, and I've been saying, what, Cam needs some help. You go get a guy that's good from Wisconsin, beautiful. You know what? And then. And then what? And then what, DK? Another guy you would have taken in the first round. Washington, you were like you were the only you were one of the few people and i would laugh at you every time remember yeah yeah tight end tight end and i would go get out of here with your tight end come on and you're like no it's a good class and what about darnell washington it, it was i didn't think we'd be able to get him are you kidding me in the third round after trading down come on man dk i mean for what he's going to be asked to do in pittsburgh perfect Perfect. Okay. And now I'm thinking to myself, all right, whatever, man. This is a real, a really good group, right? And then, and then his brother Nate spoke it into an existence and was just you like also mentioned. 
stop us if we're gushing too much, y'all, okay? I I just if you think about the way drafts are supp- <coughs> excuse me, supposed to go, you you analyze the first round or maybe there's a surprise yeah. in the second round and then the rest just kind of happen. This one just seems like somebody's putting icing on the cake and then throwing <laughs> some more cherries and then oh by the way, Here's like here's a strawberry sundae on the side when you're done with the cake. It is, man. Hands down, man. Omar, you couldn't have stepped into a better situation. You, Coach Tomlin, the entire scouting department, the positioning of what you had to do uh, and where this team was. You lose a legendary quarterback in Ben. You lose an offensive line and the guys that we had. Granted, however you feel about us, I hope that group surpasses us for whatever it means because it means they'll be better than us, okay? You had questions about the wide receiver room. You get rid of one of the guys, Chase Claypool. You get a 30-second overall pick. We spoke about the secondary, right? We spoke about Mm -hmm. the D-line. We spoke about an outside linebacker. DK, what am I missing? Who did Omar go talk to? Does he have like some stone crystals or what it was some like some crystals that he's like speaking into to get this type of stuff to fall his way? Because I don't know a team. Well, I don't know many teams in the AFC that's had, okay, a better draft than what Pittsburgh has had. Name me one. Philly did well, okay? But when you got first rounders like that, of course they did. Well, they had two, if I'm not mistaken. What are you supposed to do in those situations? Well, here's what I've got. The first thing is, I agree with what you said about Omar stepping into a good situation. Okay, let's let's. Well, it before... wasn't all great. I, I just want right. to. Right. But, but this draft being this way. Okay, go ahead. Oh yeah, you know. But Omar said that. Okay, Omar had said this was back in in January. He said, "I feel fortunate." Remember, we talked about this. Yes. I feel fortunate as a rookie GM to have this class. Yep meaning he has a better chance, selfishly speaking, of looking good. And I appreciated that candor, okay? Mm -hmm. That's good stuff. I also agree that he looked at this – he came into a good situation, like you said, regarding the Steelers. Let's remember he made this bet, okay? This is is Kevin Colbert's process that he's taking over and and shaping into his own image. But moan, okay? This is work. This is a general manager generally managing yeah. excellence. Yes. Okay, we're not, we could even talk about the players. Talk about the transactions, the moves up and the moves down. That is deft stuff. Yeah. To move up in the first and then move back a couple rounds and still get quality players, man, it's, it's unheard of. But I'll say this. When you have a team that fly above the line, you remember we had this conversation a month and a half ago, maybe a little bit longer, right? We had Mm -hmm. this conversation. I'm going to go there for a second because I see the excitement now, but let's not forget where we came from and how we cheer for our team, how we fan out for the Pittsburgh Steelers, right? DK, I'm going to take you somewhere before we go back to the draft. This is where I'm at with this. Remember we had the conversation about Coach Tomlin. Who's going to replace him? This and that. And I said, who are you going to replace him with? What's the expectation of the coach? How do you continue to be uh, in the mix every single year? Coach Tomlin's job is to be above the line. So then when situations like this happen, the draft, being able to compete, being in that sweet spot in the draft lineup, being able to pick, now I'm looking at this team after the draft. And I kind of say to myself, this is why you have a team that has a standard. It's cliche as hell. The standard is a standard. Ah, It's cliche as hell. But when you look at how you build a team, when you look at how you compete, when you look at the expectation, when the front office, 
and the coaches and the players and the cooking staff and the equipment staff and the training room understand we compete. There's a system in how we do things. Coach Tomlin is a very crucial part of that. Omar now is a very crucial part of that. Mr. Rooney is a very crucial part of that too because our standards are way higher. I look at this and I say if they develop, and I saw somebody already said a second ago, Matt Canada, he gets on board and understanding, look, we're going to take care of you if you grow. Then we have an opportunity to continually be in the show. That's why our expectations in Pittsburgh from the fans all the way to the front office says what? Our goal is the Super Bowl. Our goal ain't just to be happy with winning. We win a certain type of way. And again, this this goes back, DK. Now, you speak on it closer than I can because you talk to him more, but I was coached by him. That's why when you have stability at the head of your team, meaning Coach Tomlin, and how everybody to a T say the same thing, right? It ain't many that deviate from the plan as far as what the expectations are. That's when you can do this type of stuff. I have never seen him and Omar more excited in their life because they knew they had some stuff cooking. Whether you call it luck, whether you call it setting yourself up to be this good and say, we could use a Darnell Washington, Joy Porter Jr., we could use a guy like him. You know what? I like Dan Moore. Y'all know I like Dan Moore. But if yes. we can find an upgrade, guess what? We'll find another one. That's what you're doing in these types of situations, man. I know they uh, they ended up signing back Zach Gentry. You know what they're going to tell him? And Connor Hayward. Let's not forget that, too. Hey, y'all figure it out. This is the famous Batman yes. scene to me. Yes. <laughs> okay. Okay. Uh, who wants to be a member of, of, of uh, Heath Ledger's crew? Remember that movie? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he Who's broke the, the, the pool yeah. stick and said, it's only room for one. Yeah. That's what you're dealing with right now. Yeah. It, the whole thing is, uh, the, the whole thing is, look, we, we want to not go over the top. I know. Both yeah. Let us. me back up We've a little bit. We've talked about it here. Okay. Autumn Caddy comes in and says, Steelers absolutely crushed this draft. All hail Omar Khan and Andy Weidel. <laughs> uh, Autumn, I got to tell you though, I got to tell you, um, I'm going to be real mindful of this sort of thing here. And I assume you mean well here, but when you say Omar Khan and Andy Weidel and you're leaving out Mike Tomlin, you are leaving out a still very central figure to this particular process. And I'm yeah. not going to let you pull that off. Okay. Yeah. Now I, I'm saying that in, in a joking way. Okay. Yeah. But you have to understand that this head coach is immersed in this process. Yeah. Okay. And regardless of how you feel about how Tomlin manages the clock or, mm -hmm. you know, runs a two-minute offense or whatever else here, you right. have to give him the same props that you do Omar and Andy. And that's – wow. Yeah, buddy. This is – I'll tell you what, Mo, <laughs> we're not going to offer a whole lot of cogent analysis today because what you're I got a little bit here, I want to go through, just a oh, little bit. Okay. Yeah, I got a little bit. Uh, you talking about the, uh, the the draft picks we've drafted so far? Absolutely. Oh, no, no. We can talk about uh, a little bit of these guys, man. I've studied them. I've watched them. We've all heard about this guys, these guys. And what's so weird, DK, we actually have the luxury of drafting guys that actually make plays in college. Yeah, right. You know, like – You don't have to guess at it. <laughs> it's some of the times I've been like, yeah, I don't know about this dude. Like, no, I know about these guys. You got a guy that lay at the Big Ten and sacks. You got a dude that is a force up the middle. Like, really insane if if they're – and then this is the part, too. They have a sweet spot of vets and young guys on the team that can carry the culture moving forward, DK. Yeah. Yeah, That that's what you're looking at here. It's uh, – I had been saying – 
in a semi-serious way late yeah. last week. You know, by the next time we were doing this show or that show, that we would be looking at a franchise that's been transformed. I don't think that's an exaggeration at this point. No, no. I, when when you add when you add this kind of talent, uh, when you do it in a way that makes sense from your depth chart, while at the same time is not a slave to your depth chart. Yeah, yes. Okay, that is that is different territory. I had someone shoot me a note today that said, "What about slot corner?" And I'm thinking, "That's what we're talking about now." I mean, Don't look, okay, I Don't. get it. Okay, you do slot want slot corner? corners, okay? But this is now we're in, we're in a different world, man. We just are. Um, and after this break, we're going to be in a different segment. Yeah, we and are. I'm pretty sure it's the only one that 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 matters. We're going to talk to y'all, and we're going to get it's it's all moan. Y'all know how this works. At DK Pittsburgh Sports, we take pride in coverage that connects our city's fans to their favorite teams. Now, that connection's stronger than ever. Introducing our all-new state-of-the-art app. Find expert inside reporting and original podcasts. Check live box scores. Track the latest stats. Chat it up with our community of thousands of fans, all in one place. The new app from DK Pittsburgh Sports. Coverage that connects. Oh man, the moods. We actually we don't have enough emojis to convey the general mood in oh, this community today. Uh people are really, really fired up. Yeah, they and are. I'll say it again. As someone who's covered this team for a long time, this sort of convergence where fans just agree on almost everything is the rarest Rare. thing of all. Yeah. You know? We're going to get started today with uh, our, our first uh, Hey Moan from yeah, Tommy, yeah. who could have who could have come in with the Hey Moan emoji. He could have done that since he's a member. Tommy says, how much heat is on Matt Canada now? Now, see, Tommy, there we go. that's how you do now it. Now we're cooking. That's now- how you do it. You go, all this goodness, all this goodness. Yeah. How can I do this with it? Yeah, yeah. let's bring yeah. Matt Canada. Tommy, Tommy Pons, man. I, I, this is the thing. Any any OC will be excited about this offense, this team. You got a young quarterback that you got a year under his belt, which Mr. Rooney said he wanted to keep it stable, right? You know what that mm-hmm. also means? Keep mm-hmm. it stable, but we better see improvement. That's what that also means. This, and I, I need y'all to understand this, like this is a what have you done for me league for the players and the coaches, okay, and the GMs, okay, and, and, and all types of scouts, too, is what have you done for me? He has to show and prove this year. There is no ifs, ands, or buts about it whatsoever, especially if Kenny can understand the way defenses work. If we see certain stuff from Kenny this year where he's putting it in a tight window, get rid of the ball when he needs to, commanding the offense, let's say this, lead a driver to at the end of the game and end of the half of points without turning the ball over, then you know he's grown truly. The play calling has to click. The play calling has to be thought out and strategic in how he goes about it. Again, it is a what have you done for me type of league at all times, and Matt Canada has to show and prove. Again, think about this. The Eagles let go of Doug Peterson two, three years after he won a Super Bowl. Yeah. I know. Come on. He became a bad coach all of a sudden. Come on, y'all. <laughs> it, 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 that's, my, that's my answer to you right there. Great question. Oh, man. Uh, Rich says, oh, Rich. Yeah, okay. Come See, on, Rich is Kevin. good, man. Come he's, on, man. He's, he, he's, he's sharp on this one here. Let's, let's, in fact, do what Rich says. Don't forget the Get-Go Cafe. 
and the three expert chefs. Yeah, I will do that post haste to get the get go cafe and market <laughs> quality is at the core of every menu item. Our three expert chefs, whose names are Omar, Andy, and Mike, apparently, <laughs> they're cooking. Fine tune every detail so that every sub burger, salad, wrap, drink app is crafted for craveability. Order your favorite entry from Omar, Andy's, and Mike's ideal Ketco Cafe and Market. Better believe it. We do the best job with these reads. We do. I'm pretty proud of it. <laughs> I'm really proud of it, DK. Antoine says NHL futures bet plus 6,000 on Steelers to win it all this season. I don't know enough about gambling to know what that means. You tell uh, me. I, I'm not too sure about it. If that's good or bad, uh, somebody inform me regardless of But I'll say this. And I, I actually saw a uh, comment earlier said we're winning the Super Bowl. This still is a process is what I would tell y'all. Like, I, I, I want to be able to see it. It's just like getting a freshman class in. And then, you know, oh, we got some good stuff cooking. And yeah. it might not be that year that you win the, let's go college, national championship, but you're going to play for and compete for a Super Bowl, you hope. And that's what I, that's what the excitement is with this group. You you got two guys that are former teammates on the same team in both high school and college. Roderick Jones and Darnell Washington were teammates in high school, teammates in college. Okay, you got two brothers on this team right now that one vouched for the other and said, hey, Look, look, look what my little broken doing. Then they went and got him. It's those types of things. That cohesion that they have right now inside of that locker room with this young guy, Surgeons, right now is, is very appealing. It's very exciting. And I hope this, they get immersed in what this culture is uh, of what the understanding is for winning. As many older guys, I think, that can go back and lay arms around these young dudes and say, hey, man, it's beautiful. You're welcome to the pros. But there's a way you play Baltimore. There's <laughs> a way Cincinnati is going to play against you. Uh, that that emblem you wore on your helmet is a whole lot different than what somebody else's emblem is. They're going to play you harder because I've heard time and time again, we can correct our season if we beat the Steelers. If they get and understand that, these young guys will be very good. To Antoine and everybody who's contributed today, uh, thank you for that. Thanks for all yeah. the people who have signed up as members of the show uh, we're approaching 200 of those now. Yeah. If you look, uh, it, you look and see that the, the you'll see the members are the ones that are using the fun emojis and the stuff like that, the Hey Moan and the Ramon and all that other stuff, and getting their names on the screen and everything. And it's, I'm just because I don't say thank you to every single one of them. I want to make no thank you guys moving. Yeah, I know that it's appreciated. That includes Levi here, who says Hey Moan. Any chance that the Steelers will still bring back Derek Watt? The bloodlines are strong this year. <laughs> yeah, I mean, are. the Steelers have to lead the NFL every year in in siblings. They just do. They have to. But it's good, though, man. It, it, you can, like, let guys grow up and know that the responsibility of, uh, of the older brother is going to take care of the younger brother. And if this is the thing, too. They're related, but if they're good, they're good. To your question, Levi, and thank you for the contribution, I'll say this. The fact that you got Darnell Washington and you still have Connor Hayward, I don't know if they're going to go bring back a guy like Derek Watt because, to me, Connor can do similar things that Derek does. Tell me one thing specifically Derek did on offense other than getting his first touchdown last year, and I say that respectfully. Mm -hmm. Connor, to me, can be a frontside blocker. Connor, to me, make plays in special teams, and we saw him make big plays in special teams. So if you're telling me this is, this and is where we're at. And, and downfield. Down field. And downfield. And downfield. 
He got way better hands than Kenny. By the way, you know where where Kenny and Mitch Trubisky will both tell you, yeah, that they appreciate Connor Hayward more than anyone else. They will both talk openly about this. Is in the end zone. Yeah. Now you know how this works, Moan. People people who are watching this going, what are you talking about? He wasn't in the end zone. I'm talking about practice. Yeah. Yes, Allen Iverson. I am talking about practice. <laughs> We're talking about practice. <laughs> okay. Yeah. But Moan, you've lived that life. You and have. You know who makes certain plays in certain ways in practice. And I can tell you here, you know, a year after the fact, <laughs> we'll have to report yeah. on what I see in practice. But these quarterbacks really value him in that regard. They think he's going to be a weapon, not only in the red zone, but also when it comes to two-point conversions. Yes, and and I'll say this too. Would you accept having Connor and not Derek Watt if you get a more athletic group? You mean for, for Danny Smith? No, 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 for the, the fullback tight end group. If yeah, you got uh, yeah. Darnell, you're not, you're not utilizing Derek Watt. It, you, see what, you see what yeah. I'm saying? So you you still have that avenue. I think there's more value in Connor. If they bring him back and I eat my words, you know what? So be it. But I much rather have Connor as it stands right now uh, than than to bring back Derek. Tim's a, a member. He asks, "Who is the backup center, Moan? Nate Herbig. I mean, Nate Herbig, and, and let's not forget, Kendrick Green is still on roster, y'all. He is on the roster. He is in the fold. He is working. <laughs> His rear he better. end off, and he's better. Right? He, he better, uh, and that's a good thing for him, too. I, I think that's the obvious. Nate Herbig, I think to me, I'll say this. Nate, the older brother, I think will probably be this group's glue guy in the sense of, like, just looking at his personality, he says to me, okay, this guy kind of gets it, and he plays ball, and he's going to be the, the, the knife that slices the thick air in the room sometimes. You know what I'm saying? No, he, I think right he's going to play that. a good role. Yeah, he, they need note, that. On that note, Elam says, I enjoy the show. What are your thoughts on the Steelers' plans for Herbig? Uh, Herbig, the, <laughs> I love to ask, which one? Uh, if, Actually, if that's what I was thinking. <laughs> yeah, which, which one, Nick or Nate? That's the question. I'll go uh, Nate first, the offensive lineman. Okay. Being very solid in the, tri- in the triangle. Guard center guard is where he needs to thrive at. He needs to be a guy that's uh, get, telling the young guys, we need a great look in the scout team. The, the, the center for this this team is Mason Cole. So you have that, and you have good quality depth. It would also be advantageous for a guy like Kendrick Green to latch on to Nate Herbig and say, you know what? What do you do to stay in this league, okay? It's your second team. How do I stay in this league? That's the other one. If we're talking about Nick, the, the newly drafted brother of Nate. I would say this. Get some reps. Play a whole lot of special teams. That thing you do on film where you beat tackles really good, show – and do if TJ's out, okay, or if TJ needs a breath, you, there needs to be no drop off, okay. There's an expectation. Soak up as much as you can from TJ Watt. Boy, am I glad somebody brought this up here. Billy says we have made some physical additions yeah. this off season. Uh, you know, one of the things that that we do in in reporter land, at, when, as a draft comes to an end, is we try to find a common thread or a common theme to the class. Yeah. The last questions of the head coach, the GM, and everything. And they kind of look at you like this because they don't think of it that way. Right. Okay? They, like, they don't sit there in the room and go, let's make sure that we have a more physical class about it, okay? But we think about it. Yep. And Billy's thinking about it. Yep. And Moan, I don't know how anybody on the outside wouldn't because you're, you're looking at, if you go just to Darnell Washington, did you yeah. notice that my tone changes when I bring up Darnell Washington? Why is you that, DK? looked at the film of yeah. this guy have you looked at his twitter bio that says the sixth tackle he yeah. calls himself the sixth tackle 
he is he is knocking people into the next yeah. century as a six foot seven, two hundred and sixty four pound tight end. Cut me off, Moan. No, Cut me off. no, I know you're bragging on this, and this is where I was. Oh. Let me say this for the folks that may say, like, Mo, you said you said no on that one. Well, that's because I didn't think we would get him. I didn't want to go high that high for Darnell Washington, is what I'm saying. The idea that he can come to Pittsburgh and to me be that Heath Miller, Matt Smith, uh, Matt Spath, that combo of on the line blocking that space. I don't I think can't. you guys understand what it was. Go look at his combine video of him blocking the sled versus the other tight ends. I saw it. Now, the, the, in fairness, they put some skinny dude for the comparison. Okay, and the skinny dude looks like he never seen a sled in his life. Okay, <laughs> don't, it doesn't don't matter. What, <laughs> I can't believe you saw no, that. I saw no, it too. It's hilarious. Don't matter, DK. He gets the job done, and the fact that he embraces his role, he can be around his league for a very long time. And everybody saw the uh, the one handed catch and range that he has. The that guy blocks the, that well. Was at the combine, yeah. The the, the 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 he blocks the he, Darnell Washington blocks well, but he also uh he he has catchable hands. Okay, he's he has that ability. It's just at Georgia that tight end that they have coming out next year, number nineteen. He is cold blooded. Okay, he is phenomenal. Top five pick next year, hands down. Now, William points out here, and we should discuss it that you know he also comes with a reason that he fell as far as he did. He's got some kind of knee issue. He tried to downplay yeah. that, his call with us yesterday, uh, saying something like they found a little cartilage thing or something like that. I'm, I'm sorry, young man. You, You're not falling that far. Okay, you know what that is? Some, what's that? Cartilage is a, is a real quick cleanup. That's probably six weeks is what that is. Uh, I've had that that issue before, too, and others have, too. When you hear Arthur people scope? say they have a scope, that's a quick is it, scope. scope. Yes, it's not that's a, a scope. I don't think okay. that's a, a deep injury for a guy like that because he still worked out. You know what I'm saying? So, if for anything, he got the summer to get that together on that one. Thank you, M House Five Nine. Yeah, if he if he comes in, here here's what I see. First of all, there's no way the Steelers draft him at all without some medical information. Yes. Okay. And one thing to remember, I, I referenced this on the show late last week mike tomlin says that we make Steelers decisions yeah now what is that that sounds like a nothing phrase it's not okay yeah he's saying we are blocking out everybody else's noise we are making yeah. our own decisions and that was in reference to what i believe was a question about Jalen carter's character we'll make our own decision on this they will make their own medical decisions yeah i will remind the chicago bears failed larry ogunjobi's physical yep Killed a very, very big contract yep. over it. The Steelers said, oh, okay. <laughs> well, we'll take Larry. We'll do our own work. We'll sign him to a one-year deal, and we will manage his snaps. We will manage his practices. Guess what? Larry became a contributing, functioning member of the Pittsburgh Steelers and yeah. was signed to another contract. 100%. That's, that's a Steelers uh, decision. And and this to me from Donald Farabo, I think is how you say his name, Washington at that round was a gift. Oh, it's a gift. It's a gift from the football gods. I, I just, even if it is a scope, a cleanup, he starts off a little bit slower. You still, I don't care how much summer still, football he guess plays. Guess what? You still yeah. got Zach Gentry. Okay? Like, if, that's the contingency yeah, if he plan. Doesn't play for, if he doesn't play, I'm not going to, I'm going to fall. Yeah, yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. Like, ah. but if he doesn't play for a whole year, like if he just sits out his rookie year, no one will care. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. You have to understand that this is this this is 
I still can't believe they 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 got him out of, Me, out of all of these I can't believe there. it either, DK. M House wants to know if the Steelers are planning to run two tight end sets this year. Everybody loves their they two do. tight end they sets. And M House is no exception. He's he's still seeing Gronk and Aaron Hernandez going out <laughs> for passes. You know, you you know where it gets me with the two tight end set though is the blocking mm. the ability to have a play catching uh tight end. Okay, like Pat Fryermuth. And this is where it also lends me to think a little bit. I think the NFL may get back to a run-heavy style of offense with passing quarterbacks, and I think all of that is still relevant. But when it comes down to you closing out games, you need to be able to line up your guys, whether it be Pat Fryermuth out wide, who's a matchup nightmare right at times, mm-hmm. and then you have uh, Darnell Washington on the line of scrimmage. You still can operate your team with that type of playmaking ability. And then guess what? If they bring in a small personnel to try to cover Pat Frymuth, mm-hmm. you bring them in tight. And then you run the ball down the throat. Kevin's first contribution to the program as a member is a really good one. He says, good move bringing Washington in as their last visit to clarify any medical issues. Now, I'm giving them a lot of credit, Kev. I don't know if I'm going to I'm going <laughs> to align the stars to that extreme. Yeah. But they knew something and they feel like they they apparently felt like they knew something that somebody else didn't because let's remember that in addition to getting Washington where they did, he traded down. Yeah. Before that, he went from 80 to 93 and I mean that's just yeah, that and, is generally managing. We, we we seem to do well with medical in Pittsburgh. It's one thing I say this, and one thing I've always give uh, Coach Tomlin credit on is this: when he know a guy needs a day, he gives him a day. If he know a guy need a little bit of medical, hey, go take care of that. You come back to me. He's very transparent with the idea that look, I only need you at your best. It's been times he shut me down. It's like, mom, not today. Pounce, not today. Ben, oh, you need two days. That's okay. That's a part of having a smart coach that understands the game is more than just the right now. And trust you. And trust you. And trust you. And, and that's the thing. If I tell him I'm good, all right, you're going to have to still show me in practice. But I, I believe you when I see it. That's, oh, my. Trust isn't easily uh, acquired in a, a, a head coach yeah. to an athlete setting. It just isn't. Right. Uh, the, in, in my experience of covering all sports, I've seen that there can be a struggle there because the coach wants to flex his authority and everything else here. This coach just wants to win a game on Sunday. He does. He does. You know, he's very comfortable in his own shoes. That's facts. Uh, you know, yeah, DK. Very, very interesting, man. But can we go one route? We ain't even touched on this. We've been <clears> talking about a, uh, a second to third tight end. DK, let's bounce mm-hmm. it back real quick. Joey right. Porter Jr. Did let's you do that. Did you get a fist bump? Did you did you fist bump a little bit, DK? I need no. to know because you're you're really reserved. Did you I give have a fist to bump? Be. I'm a reporter. I know you were a reporter, I but take the take the big anybody. J journalism away for a second. I can't. Did you I'm give doing a this my whole life? I look, I understand that from the Steelers' perspective, it was significant. Yeah. All right. But here's where I'm going to tell you. Here is my, if you want to call it a fist bump. bump because, <laughs> well, where I get excited in my line of work is whenever I come up with something that I feel is something good that I can report yeah. to my readers. And here's what I have. What you got? I asked Terrell Austin when he came into the room after the Porter pick. I asked him, how does Porter fit into your defense? Yeah. Okay. And what I was asking about, and I did specify this in the question, 
was his pension for pe- press coverage. Right. Okay. He's he's right up there at the line. He is right in the receiver's face. And sometimes he's so good at coverage. He's so tight to the target uh, and has such a natural flow to his rhythm that if he sees the ball is heading somewhere else, he will break off like that. Right. Okay. So I asked TA about this and you know what TA comes back at me with? What'd he say? Two words. Ready for the goosebumps, everybody? Ike Taylor. Okay. Okay. Now, Ike didn't have interceptions either. No, he didn't. If Ike had interceptions, he'd have a bust in Canton. Yeah. <laughs> it came his way a lot. It okay. came his way a lot. Yeah. It came yeah. his way. It, it, and you're talking about something. And when I asked, how does, how does he fit with the team? He's a perfect fit because what the Steelers value from their outside corners more than anything else is man coverage yep. and island coverage because yep. that that allows who to do his job that, that allows the rushers to do their job right mm-hmm. this is the, the rushers other... to do their job and it allows minka to do his oh my i forget i forget there's your goosebumps i got you uh, there's <laughs> and this is my thing though too there's one more component i think the physicality too dk can't forget oh, that yeah. He mentioned, yeah, he mentioned just that T.A. mentioned as part of his answer to my question, he said, in the AFC North, we will face running backs that we need our corners to tackle. Okay. That was his way of saying Joey Porter Jr. can tackle Nick Chubb. Nick Chubb. Thank you. And the other portion, too, for Joey Porter Jr., now that we have him, too, and I honestly didn't want to get myself excited about (laughs) it. Teresa had the answer. (laughs) You're right. You're right. My bad, Teresa. I dropped the ball on that one. But this this is my thing, though, too. He made it. Uh, he told my. He said, "I told my dad, like you had your turn. This is mine now. Sit back." <laughs> like that was by far one of the. Who imagine telling George, telling Joey Porter that, like, "Hey, no, no, pops, I, I got this. I don't need you trying to coach me. None of this. I'm the pro now. You're the washed up old dude. You know, is that component of it for me, man? Uh, that I was appreciative of. And and this is my thing too. The kid grew up. I remember seeing Joey Porter Jr. in the locker room on the field with Coach Garrett Guimont doing summer drills, okay, just working on footwork type of stuff. I also remember Joey just like, Mom, we, he got to get right, man, man. He playing this way, he playing that way. When we all went to North Allegheny to see him play football, uh, that, that one game I, I famously told you guys about where A.B. changed the temperature when he came in, he was just like, J.J. got to do this. And now the fact that he made himself the 32nd overall draft pick says a lot about his work, uh, his pedigree, and just his mindset on coming inside of that room. He understands more than any of these draft picks what being a Pittsburgh Steeler is. That picture of Joey Porter Sr. holding them up at the Super Bowl, that to me, chef's kiss. That did it. Chris, I remember, yeah, there's so many. There were, those were so – the other thing about that shot, before we get to Chris's question, yeah. is Joey Jr. is looking right at the camera. It's almost like this. This uh, I'm looking at future me. Yeah, kind of, yeah. <laughs> kind of vibe it. to it, can like you, out of a sci-fi film. But just real quick before we go to Chris, can you imagine being a young toddler in your pop's arms at the Super Bowl, winning it, and then you go right to that team as a young adult? Name a better scenario. Uh, I, I, I got one for you. One better scenario. I'm listening. Uh, when we have conference calls in the in the press room, they bring this like X shaped conference call device into the room. Yeah, 
and they said it there, and they're like, well, here comes their third round pick, da 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 da, da from whatever you, okay? And instead, yesterday, Michael Birch of the Steelers Media Relations Office walks into the room and says, uh, yeah, we're going to get Joey on a conference call for you. He's just going to drive down. <laughs> he at home. He's up in Wexford. He just he's, he's got the car and came down yeah. down Parkway North. Yeah. It's just like that. Yeah. Uh, Chris's question, as promised. Thanks for being a member, Chris. He says, yeah. "Hey, Moan, being a negative Nancy here. Is there anything we could have done better in this draft? Uh, anything we could have done better? No." <laughs> I legitimately, I went through in my, and I say no because this the one position that I was really uh, questioning, we didn't necessarily need. Okay. Uh, To this point right here, there was no big stud middle linebacker that I was like, I wish we can go get him. I think we're set fairly well at middle linebacker for what's, what that position is going to be asked this year. You're getting Joy, Joy, uh, Joey Porter Jr., I think, solidified the secondary a little bit more, whether he got to learn or it's, you know, not this year, but next year. Like, you got the tight end position, and, I, of course, I was just like, I didn't know about that one. You got a tackle position in which they, they really got to, like, push each other in that position. Like, no. Y'all tell me. Put put in the comments. Give us the uh, thumbs up, uh, my emoji, or the Browns thumbs down if you think there was a little anything else you could have done. I, I don't know, and, and I'm almost with the comment that we see right there from TBC Tycoon that said we can address middle linebacker uh, next year. That that's where I'm at. Elandon Roberts is a very solid pickup in free agency too. Levi says I might be crazy, but I've thought for a long time that we will have the next undefeated Super Bowl. route, dude, <laughs> okay. this is what I mean. This is what happens, <laughs> Levi. I love it, Levi. I dream, my brother. <laughs> you know, you can't. You, what, what you can't and you really don't want to tamper anybody's enthusiasm on anything, okay? You don't want yeah. to be that guy. Um, there is work to do. Yeah. Okay? What, what ends up happening in these scenarios is that everybody comes into the room, and TA did this, Matt Canada did this, all of the individual assistant coaches, as they would come into the room, would say, listen, they're giving us the product. They're giving us the material. Yeah. We're the ones that have to make it happen. Okay, we're we're the ones that have to coach them up. We're the ones that have to teach them how it is. We have to make sure that they stay healthy mentally, that they stay healthy physically, that they progress, that they advance. Uh, I I see I just see nothing but good things here, Levi. I'm I'm not going to I'm not going to lie here. Uh, (laughs) You know, Anderson says Najee and and Warren are going to eat this year. You know what, Anderson? There can't be anybody, including Kenny, who's happier about the acquisitions of Broderick Jones and Darnell Washington yeah. and Najee Harris and Jalen Warren. Because if Facts. you have seen the tape of both of these gentlemen run blocking, you would start drooling. Yeah. Yeah. They 100%. have work to do in pass blocking. So you, you went on run blocking. Let's go real quick. Let's go here real quick to DK. Mm-hmm. Uh, Keanu Benton. Um, Keanu Benton, man, D tackle from Wisconsin. I've been asking for help for Cam for a little while and not just for him or his replacement, but to get a big body guy like him that plays big, that can also get after it. I see a run stopper to keep guys off the linebackers. I see a guy that's, that's big enough to get his hands up to block passes. If you need to up the middle, I see a problem. 
I see being able to get Larry O out there in packages, who's good at the run and pass pro, and also keeping Cam out there, not having to go to unsure guys. You remember, DK, it was a bunch of folks that asked us about louder milk, right? Mm-hmm. You remember that conversation we had? Mm-hmm. And we said, look. He kept coming up, didn't he? He did keep coming up. And, and this is what you say to him. Well, if you don't splash, if you don't show us how you've grown, then we're going to find somebody to, to replace you. I'm not saying that that's the ultimate thing that's going to happen with Loud and Milk, but what I'm saying is this. There's always a draft. There's always the idea that we need to look to find somebody better. And I would also say this, too. This also frees up a little bit for DeMarvin, DeMarvin Leal. If, if Larry O needs a little bit more time, he can go in that position. We saw him kind of flourish a little bit last year, right, where he put bit. young guys in. Spot Instead rolls. of louder milk, Spot right? Rolls. Spell the older guy. Uh, let's see some more rotation. Cam's yeah. in his mid-30s. Get out there, but do the job. Yeah. Do the job. Don't just go out there and, and let the line get gashed so that you no. can call Cam back onto the field. Exactly. Cam uh, needs a there break, There are too. roles for these guys, even if you can't slot them onto your first team. They aren't just backups in the sense that they're backups waiting on the sideline to play. Okay, they're backups, especially D line, especially D line, especially the D line, more than any room in the building. Yep, the D line needs support on the field during games. Yep, from One, these guys, one hundred percent. So just, just my kudos, man, to uh, Keanu Benton. Uh, one for not giving up on himself. I'm not sure if y'all heard his story. He didn't even want to go to college to play football. He was a wrestler. Coaches ended up talking. He got a full scholarship to Wisconsin on the first visit. That was a beautiful story if you hadn't heard it. Uh, you got a very humble, hard-working – what do we call him? Nose tackle, D-tackle, DK? Uh, no, Benton's a nose. He's a nose. They don't They don't want him moving around. They, they, want, him, they want him in the middle, but they also – anytime people hear nose tackle, they start thinking of, of big snack. Uh, the Casey Hampton generation of nose tackles is is over. You have to be able to do it all, and Keanu Benton did that at Wisconsin. In addition to stopping the run, ten sacks. I mean, he got Come back on. there. And and my okay. thing too, shrink up his anchor whenever he's got to hold blocks. It'd be the one thing I'd be like, okay, yeah, we need to see that because he's going to have to do that in this defense because you are paid to keep uh, linemen off the line linebackers. Yeah, I mean that, that's. That's going to be his main thing now as to whether or not the linebackers can get the job done. See, we will have time for negativity. Oh, my. Yeah, we will. Yeah, we will. There's no question about that. We're going to yeah. take just a couple more today here. Joe wants to trade Matt Canada for our <laughs> old friend Kyle. Kyle, who, by the way, became a, a member. Quietly. Shout out to Kyle. He, yeah, and a Kyle became a member. Okay, now I don't mean to out Kyle here and his membership, okay, because we haven't seen him actually pop up in the I comments haven't. for a while. But I'll tell you what, Kyle, okay, you have you have taken it here. We can sit have... down and have a brew, Kyle. That's what we're talking about, baby. <laughs> Straight up. I enjoy that, man. Ooh, wow. Anderson Moore, thank you for your membership. He says, will Levi Wallace slide inside? If I'm assuming that Joey Porter Jr. starts, that begs the question, who are this team's outside cornerbacks? That's the fair. The convenient answer would be, well, of course you have to have Patrick Peterson. He's heading to the Hall of Famer. But are, is that what you're doing? I don't know. Pat Pino, I have no idea. 
He also said he could play safety. So imagine that being the case, having Minka and Pat P back there. Or if you have them on the outside. My thing is this, uh, Anderson Moore, you now have options. You now have the ability to let some guys really grow into positions and learn a little bit. That that leadership and knowledge that you have from Minka, who's a great teammate, from Patrick Peterson, who's excited to understand the away because his cousin Brian McFadden was on our team also, right? That, like... You have an opportunity for these guys to just soak in so much wealth of knowledge that you say, when have we ever had this many options at, at, in the secondary? Like legitimate options, DK. Mm-hmm. Like even when we had uh, 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 Sean, I mean, uh, Artie and, and, and just that group of guys, like they couldn't really learn the way you needed them to. Artie, Sean Davis, like think about it. They couldn't learn the way you needed them to. There are options and there are question marks. I'm not going to take that one too far because I I don't know where they're going to go. And as a result, I don't know how they're going to, how they're going to fit and how they're going to play. Also can't say this often enough here, but slot corner is still sitting there as maybe the biggest question mark on the defense. And Arthur Millette is here. Arthur Millette has another year. Uh, You know what kind of heart and soul you're going to get from him. You know what kind of tackling you're going to get from him. What you don't know is how much, to what extent, Arthur gets exposed in pass coverage, which he does. Okay. He'll get beat, yep. especially on those sideways routes. And, you know, if you're if you're talking about some kind of elite defense, this is the conversation. These are the conversations that you now start having. All right. Yes. What are we still missing? What you know, what's still what still needs to be there? Um Moan. <laughs> what do y'all know, think we right? need? I'm trying, I know this team. And I, I play for this team, and I, I I try to figure out what what's left. You got yeah, Uber. Look what, Mount- C, look what CTD just says here. This team is is getting to be classified as loaded. How? I, I got one for you. Go ahead. Go ahead. I'll say this: loaded, but mostly young. Yeah, that's what you don't know. You can say that they're loaded on offense, for example, theoretically. Yeah. But what you don't have, what you don't have is a situation where uh, you've seen consistent execution and production of points. Facts. Okay? We saw the occasional drive. We saw some late heroics. We saw some good running. Yeah. But we didn't see, hey, here's our offense in motion. This is what we do. We didn't see 30 points a game. We didn't see 20 points a game. Okay, so before anybody takes this too far, it still has to happen on the field. Yeah, no doubt. And this is one, too, where the coaching has to be a part of. I saw somebody earlier that said uh, Denzel Martin, Coach Denzel. Denzel, man, uh, was just a GA inside of that building about how he had him fired up about Nick Herbig. Hey, listen to me. Denzel Martin is one hell of a guy. He's one hell of a coach. He is a dude that Coach Tomlin put through the rigors to be on that staff, and he grinded it out. You're in good hands because I love his youth, his knowledge of being a Pittsburgh Steeler. If I'm not mistaken, he's from the area also, and he worked his way up. Denzel going to be a good coach, man, and that group of outside linebackers, he knows how to communicate well. They're in a good spot, I feel like. The last word today goes to our man, LB Quirky, who we did push across the line. He yeah. has joined. He is a member. <laughs> Hal says having that veteran leadership where guys who step up or continue to step up in leadership roles will be a massive key for this team 
especially this season. It tell tell us, Moan. Tell us why that is so true. It's it's super important because they're so young. You don't want a team run by young players. You need guys like Cam that's probably gonna end up whooping a guy like like uh like well, like what's his name's uh but in practice, man, like Broderick Jones. He gonna run through his face. Okay. You need a guy like TJ Watt that's going to run through Darnell Wright's face. I mean, Darnell Washington's face. You need a guy, okay, like Mason Cole, that's just going to hand it to, okay, Keanu Benton. Like, this is all a part of the process, too. You need Pat Peterson going at George Pickens. You need Minka being able to pick off uh, 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 Kenny Pickett here and there. You know what I'm saying? Because Mm -hmm. if you have a team led by youth with this amount of, like, knowledge in the NFL – like, legitimately, you have nothing. You just have a bunch of talent. You need to be able to understand what it takes to be a stealer, the expectation of playing. I specifically remember me having to have that conversation with our group a little bit. Mm-hmm. Not my group, but just like the team. That year we went 0-4, and, and then we started off the season 0-4 also. I told him, I was like, man, we lost eight games in a row, y'all. I've listened to other players. I've listened to other coaches say, man, we reset our season when we beat y'all. There's a way to play Pittsburgh Steelers football and having that veteran leadership around those Cams, those TJs, those Minkas, Elandon Roberts being one of those guys, okay? I told Chooks, Chooks, this is where the next step in your your play takes a different approach. You got to become a leader, a bigger leader in some capacity, letting them understand, okay, this is how we operate. I don't want you to just wear, oh, I'm going to get mine. It ain't that type of approach no more because if that young guy group joins you at the front of the line, this talent that all of us speak about is insanely important to help you win that Super Bowl, man. That's why that veteran leadership is so good. That's why a guy like me probably stuck around a little bit more. Marquise was in uh, uh, crucial to situations like that. Why they brought back Matt Spath when he went to Chicago. You see what I'm saying? Like, it's important to have that type of stuff. That's why, honestly, I think uh, uh, Allen Robinson being in that wide receiver room is super important for Deontay, for George, Calvin, Austin, the third. This matters a lot, DK. We have so, so, so much to say about this. Um, and I don't even know where to start, but we're gonna we're gonna have we're gonna have some fun on this program, which will be back at its regular time uh, Monday. That's at 4 p.m. Eastern, 3 p.m. Central. Uh, can't thank you enough, everybody. Yeah. Seriously, 2,000 viewers today. Uh, 150 people have signed up uh, as members. Uh, it's 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 99 cents a month. You get all the emojis. You get all the everything uh, that that comes with a membership. Uh, thanks to everybody who contributed. And, man, Moan, this is so much more fun, isn't it? It is, man. I would tell you. Know, I love doing the show under any circumstance, but this is yeah. this, this is different. Man, where, 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 where else could you have drafted? What, what else? Like, at me on Twitter or DK on Twitter, like, give me a better <laughs> scenario and what you would have done better. I don't know. I mean, within the class. Like, you within can the say, class. you can, like, say, well, well, if they would have gotten another Ryan Shazier, Christian that Gonzalez. would have been a deal. Yeah. They, they weren't there. there. There was no Shazier. Okay? There, there's a reason that we still talk about Shazier, and it's not his injury. No. Okay? It's his play. Re- it's his play. Okay? He was special. Yeah. Okay? He was yeah. special. That yeah. dude was 
that dude was headed on a Hall of Fame trajectory. Yeah. Okay. You can't just wish him back, you know, yeah. meaning to his type of player. That's that's no. not going to happen. But uh, I, otherwise, I see, I see some funny ones coming in. Kicker, you got one of the best kickers in the league. I see one that says inside linebacker. Get that one next year. Don't be greedy. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that tell me where you could have gone, DK. You've no, been around this, this team. This this is this is what I've got. There's still work to do, but most of the work now is on the field. And that, it again, is. is when it gets fun. For anybody who doesn't know, the next activity that the Steelers have on the field is rookie minicamp. Yeah. All these draft picks get out there, and you get to see Broderick Jones in a Steelers uniform. Not Photoshop, but for real. No. Yeah. Yeah, you're <laughs> you right. Know, I just so. saw one punter, possibly. But he better grow up, too. It's easy to find one in the seventh round. Yeah. Yeah, it, it sure is. All right, guys, let's uh, let's do this again. Let's do this again Monday. Monday. All right. This was fun. Everyone just. Nah, nah. <laughs> no, no. You got okay. 48 hours. You know what the coaches say. You got 48 hours of so-called. You can enjoy listening. it. Yeah, that's yeah. what the coaches Even say Vince, If Vince Williams can't enjoy it, you can too, by Vinny's the way. Vinny's all over this. Vinny said he's excited about this. Go check out his podcast. I did with him on this network too, man, if you mm-hmm. hadn't seen it. Vince. It's going to open your eyes about why he's excited about this draft pick with the interview I did with him here. Good, good stuff. All right, everybody, let's do, let's do it again Monday. Breathe. <laughs> you know what Omar went into the draft room with? Hmm. These really cool sunglasses. And a boxing glove. Oh, he did. He did. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> he got your mama said knock you out. Oh, Omar said knock you out. Oh, oh man. Did not see that one coming. Yeah. All right, guys. We'll do it again Monday. <laughs>